All right, good to see everybody except on Facebook because they took us down once again on Facebook. I believe this is five out of the six, seven out of the eight, eight last times we've done our videos. They've taken us down at the beginning with absolutely no explanation whatsoever, trying to shadow ban us. Well, it's not even shadow banning. It's outright banning. They don't give us a reason. They just take our videos down. Every bit of music that you see us play, we have purchased. I know you all have heard this already, but it just irritates the crap out of me that every single time we do a podcast on a platform that we are being taken down for absolutely no reason and with absolutely no explanation after taking us down for no reason so there you go so we'll be back up briefly on facebook i'll address it again to the people on facebook once we have them back but everybody welcome on rumble welcome on black robe tv glad you are here those of you on rumble listen it's not that i necessarily love you the most but i love you the most the reason being is that you guys can actually share on facebook they don't let share they ban us they shadow ban us rumble is a free platform be praying that we're able to go live on getter sometime soon everybody must have a gab account which is really the only true social media free social media platform is gab because they have their own all their own technology they don't rely on big tech in any way shape or form they don't rely on the app store nothing they're their own host however they're nowhere near going live. I love Andrew Torba and Gab, but they've got to be. They've got to get live quickly, and as soon as they do, we'll go live on there. But be praying that Getter can go live, so we can get live on all of these platforms. But Rumble is the most free platform out there so please share this video our audience on Rumble is going up. We're really the only ones that are mixing hardcore news, the the tr hardcore truth exposing hardcore lies and mixing it with bible verses and the book of course of revelation and mixing it of course with christianity people are like well you know you shouldn't mix politics with the pulpit you know why i don't buy into that because it's not in the bible it's just like when they say the separation of church and state and they preach it as if it's a part of the constitution or bill of rights or declaration of independence it's nowhere it's just like you know, separation of church and state is nowhere. No politics from the pulpit is nowhere in the Bible. Separation of church and state is nowhere in the Constitution. So I don't abide by either one of those. We mix it all together. Share, share, share on Rumble. Get as many people watching as you possibly can. All right, let's launch right into this tonight. I just wanted to launch with an expose of Nancy Pelosi. Tucker Carlson, play it for me, Will. Every decent American is horrified by the atrocities underway in Ukraine. Of course, that's not the question. The question is, how do you respond? Because keep in mind, Russia, however bad its leaders may be, has thousands of nuclear weapons aimed at the United States, and you wouldn't want those to go off and kill everyone here, of course. So you need steady, wise leaders to make certain that doesn't happen. But instead, we have Nancy Pelosi. Have you seen Nancy Pelosi speak recently? You probably haven't. Well, here she is. Myself, when I see that that those tanks, that 40 miles of tanks, I'd like to take out those tanks. I mean, I, I think that air, uh, them having more planes might be useful, but that I'm not a, a military str strategist. We hope that we will be able to get up to a place, I hope, you asked me how, I've, I hope that we can get to a place where the uh, MiGs, which are the kinds of planes they've been trained on, can go to Ukraine the F-16s, especially if we have an excess of them, uh, can backfill for Poland. She'd like to take out some tanks. Let's elect some competent people, shall we? There you go. 
These are the people deciding whether or not the United States enters into World War III. Play it for me, Will. Mr. President, it is my honor to present to you the Congress of the United States, which has great respect and admiration and appreciation for your courageous leadership. Members of Congress, I have the high privilege and distinct honor of presenting to you the President of Ukraine, Vladimir Zelensky. Slava Ukraina! Slava Ukraina! Stage, but that's enough too. Look at the stage. <laughs> but there's been a little change in the arrangement of who's on the stage because of the First Lady's husband uh, contracting COVID. But uh, look at this room and what you see. Pardon? That's right. She's fine. It's me. That's not together. The second lady, the first gentleman. How about that? We have to address the Putin price hike, uh, gas hike. Uh, it has, uh, since he started amassing troops earlier this year, uh, the price of the pump has gone up 75 cents. Uh, we're doing everything we can to minimize the Putin price hike at home. So we established a new civil rights, a new civil rights cause of action for those whose intimate images were shared on the public screen. How many times have you heard, I bet everybody knows somebody somewhere along the line, that in an intimate relationship, what happened was the guy takes a revealing picture of his naked friend or whatever in a compromising position, and then literally in a sense blackmails him or, or mortifies him. You're like, what the heck is going on there? Well, I'll read it for you. You ready? Here it is. I'll bet here's the President of the United States deciding whether or not we should have a no-fly zone or send MiGs into Ukraine, of which we should do neither. I'll bet everybody knows somebody somewhere along the line that in an intimate relationship, what happened was the guy takes a revealing picture of his naked friend or whatever in a, in a compromising position and then blackmails or mortifies that person. <laughs> what? And this guy right now is the one deciding whether or not to do a no-fly zone in Ukraine. And again, I bring this back to what I always bring it back to. This is why you don't put masks on and lock down your churches in compliance to people like this, knowing that you are, knowing in your heart, knowing in your mind that you are complying to lies. You knew masks were not going to do anything. You knew lockdowns don't do anything. You knew in your heart that they don't do anything, but you did it anyway because you didn't want to hear what people would have to say about you if you didn't do it. You're afraid they're going to call you, or maybe you know what? You were just afraid of a virus with a 99.9% survival rate. But when you comply to lies, when you comply to idiocy, when you comply to insanity, which the entire COVID response was idiotic, insane, and absolutely hyperbolic, then what you get is hyperbole, insanity, and stupidity. That's what you get. And that's what we get. In the, for all those right now that are even conservative, they can't stand Biden can't stand what's happening in Ukraine, can't stand forced masking, can't stand vaccine mandates. Understand that when you complied for 10, 15, 15 days to flatten the curve, now we're over two years into 15 days to flatten the curve. The moment that you did that, you voted for Joe Biden because what you did was you legitimized, you, you legitimized 
if I sound like Biden right there, you legitimized a fraudulent election. The moment that you did that, you gave validity and credibility to the non-fact that COVID-19 is an existential threat to humanity. It is a virus, a manageable virus, that has a 99.9% survival rate, post-infection survival rate. The moment you strapped a mask on, the moment you locked your business down, the moment you were worried about what people would think because you didn't have a mask on, so you put a mask on, the moment you got vaccinated, the moment that you made your church a vaccine temple, the moment that you did, you can talk about hating Joe Biden all you want. The moment that you did that, you voted for Joe Biden because you, you went ahead and you gave credibility and you gave validity to the non-fact that COVID-19 is the second coming of the bubonic plague, which would require a non-in-person election. And when we have a non-in-person election, we end up with Zuckerberg boxes on every urban center corner in the United States of America. There's a great video out right now that documents this by Dinesh D'Souza. I've been trying to highlight on here, I never get to it, but you need to go see it. So that is what has happened. So just always not. Now, well, what do you mean? I'm, am I beyond? No, you're not beyond redemption. You just need to say I was wrong. I never should have put a mask on. I get, tired, I get sick and tired of people acting like they never did anything wrong. And that makes you very vulnerable to the next crisis. We are hopping from crisis to crisis. It went this way. We had the COVID crisis. And then right in the middle of the COVID crisis, then we had the George Floyd crisis. And then we went back to the COVID crisis. And then we have to have the vaccines and then the vaccine mandate crisis. Everybody has to have a vaccine or you're, you're, you're pro-killing grandma or pro-killing humanity. You're a murderer of humanity, say those who butcher the unborn to 40 million per year. But we go from crisis to crisis. Now COVID, now they're scared to death because all of the vaccine data is starting to come out. I've been putting this out. We're talking about excess deaths in the tens, twenties, thirties. It's really not, that's way too low. 60 to, to 100,000 excess deaths so far in investigator groups of 25 to 44. And I'm trying to remember what the other age group was that went up to 50 or 54. I can't remember, but I put them out on Tuesday. Go back and watch the podcast from Ethical Skeptic and from Edward Dowd, former BlackRock executive who is running the numbers. And they're scared to death of those numbers. It's not a coincidence that you're seeing high-level athletes around the globe, celebrities, celebrities' wife, wives like Justin Bieber's wife, suddenly developing blood clots and dropping dead from heart attacks. There's a reason for all of those things. It's a cover-up. That's what, that's, what, that's what the Ukraine is all about. You're telling me, Tom, that somehow they instigated Vladimir Putin into this war? Absolutely. It's been going on since 2014. We'll document that more in just a minute. Now, here's how the British media thinks of the leadership that is in place in the United States of America right now. Play it for me. If Biden can't go on, yes, he'd be replaced by Harris. But next in line for the leadership hierarchy is the Speaker of the House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi, who's, uh, what, 81 or something, can you explain to me what Nancy Pelosi, with her ama even with the help of her amazing arm movements, which are just so distracting, what she's actually <laughs> saying in this briefing to journalists last week? We're sending stuff over to the Senate. Well, it's, it's, most of the product that we've done is, except now we, we may have added in the last day or so, and some of what we added is Senate to the bill, like a hearing, 
Bernie doesn't like hearing. Excuse me. Bernie loves hearing. <laughs> Manchin doesn't want hearing in the bill and all that stuff. Um, so some is Senate-oriented, and then we had the family medical leave. We figured if they're putting things in, then we can put something in, if, even if Manchin doesn't like it. So, um, uh, so we are getting some bird and privilege. I think, I think mostly we're getting privilege scrub, because privilege drug is deadly to a bill. Bird, it's important. It's, you have to take it out. But privilege violation can take you out. That's just hypnotic, Daisy. America's got 330 million people. It ends up with Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and Nancy Pelosi, one, two, three in the leadership. Explain this. Oh, my, my, oh my God, I, I know. I mean, with so many people, those are the best three they can come up with. And the hilarious thing, Andrew, look what they said about the previous administration. They said that Trump was horrible and that he was crazy and that he was racist and that he was a terrible leader and he said all of these awful things and they peddled just complete fake news and fake stories about him. They promised that they would do better and they would be the adults in the room and everything would be just normal and lovely when they got into power. And now they've got into power and rather than improving on Trump, you've got a president who is completely off with the pixies. You've got a vice president who the very best thing about her is that she can do a bad French accent. And given that clip of Nancy Pelosi, you have a speaker of the house who apparently doesn't know her Arthur from her Martha. So I think I said that was the British media. That was actually Sky News out of Australia. But that's how that's how the foreign press thinks of our leadership. Make no mistake. That's exactly how they think of the leadership in the United States of America right now. More on Nancy Pelosi. Play it for me. Before I introduce them, I want to, I got this message this morning from Bono. And, and most of us, we're always, whether we're in Ireland or here, whatever it is, Bono has been a very Irish part of our lives. And he said this. He said, Oh, St. Patrick, he drove out the snakes with his prayers, but that's not, it, that's not all it takes. For the smoke symbolizes an evil that arises and hides in your heart as it breaks. And the evil from, risen from friends, from the darkness that lives in some men, but in sorrow and fear, that's when saints can appear. To drive out those old snakes once again. And they struggle for us to be free from the psycho in this human family. Ireland's sorrow and pain is now the Ukraine. And St. Patrick's name is now Zelensky. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you like that, Father? (laughs) Our task is to show people that in many ways they got what they ordered. Right? They said this is what they wanted. They stood in line. They took time from work. It was difficult. And a lot of what they demanded, they got. And so let's get out there as we do and remind them of that. And for so many conservatives that strapped on masks and locked down their businesses and locked down their churches and quarantined themselves and social distance and bought into the quote-unquote crises of, of, of COVID, 
they got what they voted for. You actually voted the moment that you did that. Now you can change it all, but you're going to have to announce COVID. Well, you know, we did it just in, you know, just in case and to find out how bad. No, you never let people take away your rights ever. You never, you never let your government tell you that you cannot conduct business. You never let your government deem whether or not you or your business is essential ever. They will, well, Tom, this was a pandemic. No, it wasn't. But even if there was, even if it was a pandemic, you still don't do it. This is a free country. If people want to stay home, they could have stayed home from now. We just, I think we're 205 days. I mean, uh, two years and five days into 15 days to flatten the curve now. So how many days that is? 800 and something? Is that somewhere in that realm or high, mid 700s? 750 days into 15 days to flatten the curve? If you wanted to stay home that entire time, this is a free country. You can mask anytime you want. You can lock down anytime you want, but you never give in to a government-mandated masking, vaxxing, locking down, quarantining, social distancing, period, all of which people have been arrested for. People have been arrested for not vaxxing. People in the United States, make no mistake, they've been arrested for not masking. They've been arrested for not vaxxing. They've been arrested for not social distancing. They've been arrested for not quarantining. They've been arrested for not closing down their businesses. They've been arrested for not closing down their churches. And if you, if you were one that caved to those things, you need to come out and say, just if you're a public figure, you need to say it publicly. If you're a pastor, you need to say it publicly. If you're just John Q. Citizen, you just need to say to yourself, I was, and I've added a fourth word, freaking wrong. Otherwise, you're probably somebody right now with a Ukraine flag on your profile picture on Twitter or Facebook or on Instagram. And you're like, Tom, what are you, pro-Putin? No, I'm not pro-Putin. And I'm not pro-Zelensky. They are both WEF, World Economic Forum, actors. That is, I don't mean actors like actors in a play. I mean, they are both sycophants for the World Economic Forum. They're both, isn't it kind of funny? I mean, you know, I don't mean to be a conspiracy theorist or anything, but isn't it kind of odd that Volodymyr Zelensky is able to do his broadcast? I mean, isn't it odd? I mean, he just, he's able to appear to the United States Congress and, and beg that we start World War III to the parliament in, in, in Canada. And there's supposedly these Chetson Chetson death squads, Chechen death squads, actually Chechen death squads that are after him. But yet for weeks now, they're not able to find him, even though he's definitely in Kiev, not Kiev, Kiev. He's not, they can't find, isn't it strange? Isn't it just odd how this is all working out? I mean, we'll, 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 we'll dive deep into this in just a second. But isn't it just strange that after all of the missile attacks, all the bombings, all the infrastructure bombings from Vladimir Putin on their communications infrastructure, that he's still able to do an international broadcast into the United States, into Canada? Isn't that strange? Isn't that an odd thing? And here's the thing, it's not a matter of being pro either side. There's nothing to be pro here. The Ukraine is not a democracy. Just like, I'm gonna, this is what the purpose of this portion of the show is all about. We're gonna flip back and forth between Ukraine and COVID, and I'm gonna show you their similarities. They say that COVID is a, is a pandemic, is an existential threat to human life. Everybody acts like it is. They mask. You should see the videos coming out of China right now where they're killing people's dogs with sticks 
in full biohazard gear. So you have 20 and 30 year old men in China who have a statistical zero chance of dying of COVID in full bio suits. See, now I was in law enforcement when HIV AIDS was out. In the early 90s, I became a cop in 1992. I was a cop from 1992 to 2017. 25 years and one day. Sarasota County Sheriff's Office, you can check my bona fides. When that was out, that was a death sentence, folks. COVID-19, if you catch it and you're a 20-year-old man, your, your chances of survival are 7 to 20 times better than if you catch the flu. And you have 20 and 30 year old men out in full biohazard suits. You see all the cops in Canada, all the cops in the United States, all the cops in Australia cracking skulls because people are protesting against vaccine mandates and they're in their biohazard suits with their, with their, uh, they're not in biohazard suits, but they're with, you know, bio masks on all for what it's all theater. It's this. Everybody always needs to remember. This is a hugely survivable virus. It's the same thing as Ukraine. We need to go and protect democracy. COVID-19 is an existential threat to humanity. Both are lies. They're both lies perpetrated by the exact same people again. And sadly, most of the conservatives that I've been railing against on this podcast for the last two years of 15 days to flatten the curve are falling for it again. There's the Ted Cruz's out there talking about the superhero of Oldemar Zelensky, who's nothing more than a theatrical uh, Ukrainian Hollywood version actor. That's all that he is. I mean, yeah, now he's putting on his military garb, although the man's never been in the military and has never directed a military operation in his life. But yet when he appears before Congress, he's got his, he's got his olive drab outfit on with his iron cross on there. So is Putin a good guy? Putin's not a good guy. Putin's a former KGB agent responsible for multitudes of deaths. I get it. But so is Volodymyr Zelensky. He has locked up his political opposition, put them all in prison, and has shut down opposition media inside of Ukraine. All of the eastern side of Ukraine is where, where Vladimir Putin is taking over. 90% of that, it's either 70% or 90% of that population speaks Russian. And many of those territories want to annex into Russia and are habitually attacked by Ukrainian Nazi organizations. That's an absolute fact. The CIA in 2014, along with Lindsey Graham, John McCain, Amy Klobuchar, Barack Obama, they orchestrated a color revolution inside of Ukraine using Ukrainian Nazi party leaders, using Ukrainian Nazi party organizations and trumped up false protests, causing interactions with police that looked violent so everybody would side with the protesters. That should sound familiar also. Doesn't that sound awfully familiar to you? It's exactly the same thing that was happening with George Floyd, exactly the same thing was happening to BLM and Antifa. But you, you you just see the similarities. We need to go defend democracy. Well, you know what, there, you know, COVID-19, came from you know animals in a wet market just just north of the border of vietnam down in the wet market that's a bull-faced lie just just like ukraine is a beacon of democracy ukraine is the fourth most corrupt country on the planet there's only three countries 
that are considered more corrupt than Ukraine. Here's Laura Logan's summation. Play it for me, Will. Is that we have such a selective and a narrow reading of history. You know, President Zelensky may be Jewish, but he's not the only one in this who suffered during the Second World War, whose ancestors suffered, right? I mean, look at Putin. How many relatives did he lose in the siege of St. Petersburg? People don't know their history. They don't know what made Vladimir Putin. And I'm not a defend, you know, I'm not defending him. I don't need to defend Vladimir Putin. Putin. My job as a journalist is to try to understand what is the truth here. I don't like being lied to. And we're being mm. lied to on an epic scale. When we're told your only choices, you have to be 100% with Zelensky, who's a puppet, who you can find on the internet in black stilettos and leather pants, you know, with shirtless, doing a spoof, dancing with the stars kind of entertainment video. That's a mock of a Ukrainian group that does this kind of satanic occult type of uh, music video. And I mean, Zelensky was selected, like so many of our leaders. And honestly, with, with big tech, and with election fraud these days, we don't know how many leaders all around the world have been yeah. selected for us and weren't actually voted in. But what we do know is that there are increasing problems with technology and the digitization of our world. Because look at what's happening with COVID. Look at what has happened globally. We are fighting the same battles all over the world. To pretend that this war is about Russia and Ukraine is a just a barefaced lie. Yeah. If Putin has been warning for 15 years that he is not going to stand by while the globalists take over the world, build bioweapons facilities and whatever else they're doing in Ukraine, Ukrainian yeah. oligarchs. Ukraine has been a center of money laundering for you know many of the leaders in this country for how long? Billions of U.S. dollars have been laundered through Ukraine, and we say nothing about it. These are our tax dollars. I mean, before the impeachment trial, had you ever heard of anyone in the United States, I mean, us bringing in foreign governments to the White House for anti-corruption right. training. I mean, does nobody question these things? Why do we not question them? We so what's the truth that she said in there? Now, here's the, here's the thing. John 8, 32, Jesus speaking, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set, so set, shall set you free. So here's the thing. What we need to do is always simply follow the truth. What is the truth? And if you don't know the truth, don't make a decision. Don't follow agenda. Don't spew agenda. Don't spew agendas that you have no idea what you're talking about. Absolutely not. That's why I'm not choosing sides. I'm not choosing sides between corrupt dictator Vladimir Putin and corrupt dictator Volodymyr Zelensky. I'm not going to choose. That's again like choosing between Iraq and Iran. Iraq invaded Iran. So you had, you had Saddam Hussein versus the Ayatollah Khomeini. Now, the person who was invaded was the Ayatollah Khomeini. So is he the good guy? No, neither one of them are a good guy. And they've been warning. Vladimir Putin has been saying for years, I do not want NATO on, on my doorstep. I do not want them right across from my border. And, they, and for years, up until 2014, Ukraine agreed to be Switzerland-like neutral. They agreed to that. What changed in 2014? Here it is. Kyle Becker. But Obama's disarming of Ukraine extended back to before he was even president. As senator, senator he, actually, he, he had actually taken a special interest in making sure that the country would be relatively defenseless against the potential Russian incursion. As a U.S. senator, this before he was president, started in 2008, Barack Obama won $48 million 
in federal funding to help Ukraine destroy thousands of tons of guns and ammunition. So he won $48 million to destroy their guns and ammunition. And now Biden, his vice president, wants to send them guns and ammunition. You don't, you, you don't think there's more behind this than defending democracy? It's not just a constant regeneration of profits for the industrial war complex? You don't think there's more to it than defending democracy? Well, that's the agenda, though. And you have to spout the agenda. No, you don't. You go with what's true. What is true? What's true? Yeah, I was like this with Trump, too. If it was true about Trump, it was true. It just said it was true. Whatever it was, true. did he say that he wanted to grab a woman's crotch? It did. He did say it. There's no, there's no, there's no defending it. There's no soft peddling it. It is what it is. He didn't know he's being illegally recorded, but, it, but he said it. So that's the truth. If you don't have an agenda to hide truth, you always go with what is actually true. This is true. Barack Obama received $48 million in federal funding to destroy Ukrainian guns and ammunition that now Joe Biden is buying back. I wonder if that has anything to do with Lloyd Austin being on the board of Honeywell selling weapons and munitions prior to being secretary of defense signing now multi-billion dollar contracts guarantee it lloyd austin right now is responsible for signing multi-billion probably mark milley too and probably centcom commander mckenzie all of which will work for honeywell or lockheed martin right after they're done after signing multi-billion dollar contracts with them and then as soon as they're done, they go and work for those organizations until a Democrat comes back into office and then they leave those organizations and then go back into federal government and then sign more contracts for the very organizations they left. This is how it goes. This is the real, this is the real deal. This is the DC swamp. Defending democracy is not part of it. It's about personal enrichment and personal empowerment. As a U.S. Senator, Barack Obama won $48 million in federal funding to help Ukraine destroy thousands of tons of guns and ammunition, weapons which are now unavailable to the Ukraine army as it faces down Russian President Vladimir Putin. The Daily Mail noted, the Department of Defense's expenditures are listed for select Ukrainian laboratories. Now remember, you had Barack Obama and his people come out and say, you know, whether it was... Uh, Victoria Newland or anybody else in the State Department come out and basically say the United States is not developing chemical chemical weapons inside of Ukraine. First of all, how do we know that? If we were sending via from Anthony Fauci to Peter Daszak, the EcoHealth Alliance, to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which was a P4 bioweapons lab to develop to do gain of function research to develop bioweapons, allegedly to they say to develop enhanced strains of viruses that we can develop vaccines for but no it's a chinese p4 bioweapons lab nobody would ever use those for weapons right but lo and behold while anthony fauci was doing that along with ralph barrick and dr g the bat lady in in co uh, collusion with one another you ralph barrick unc gain of function research dr g bat lady wuhan institute of virology wuhan institute of virology funded by the nih funded by the eco health, health, health alliance funded by anthony fauci funded by bill and melinda gates funded by the united states government and the ccp and the pla and lo and behold somehow a virus leaks from there and gets spread during the world military games in Wuhan, China. And then lo and behold, you have the outbreak of COVID-19 that crushes Donald Trump's economy. The only person who's an outsider, who's a world leader, who's an outsider. And I don't mean outsider from the Washington swamp. 
He is that too. But a bigger swamp. Donald Trump was the only outsider from the World Economic Forum. Oh, that's just all conspiracy theory. So Vladimir Pierce, that's what they say, even though it's all over their website. And by the way, the World Economic Forum right now is scrubbing their website, taking off just like the NIH scrubbed gain-of-function research off their website. Now the World Economic Forum is, is scrubbing you'll own nothing and be happy off their website. So you have Vladimir Putin doesn't want bioweapons labs on his border. So I want to ask us this. If, if he's so horrible, and, and he is, is he, how much worse is he than, than we are in that area? Do we want Russian or Chinese? Do we want or Iranian bioweapons labs in Mexico? Just curious. Do we want them? We certainly didn't want Russian missiles in Cuba. So we don't want that, but we're supposed to make him be okay with it? I mean, because he's against NATO, and NATO is his enemy to, to some extent, and he doesn't want intercontinental ballistic missiles on the border of Ukraine and Russia. And he's been saying that for the last 15 years. And we had a neutral Ukraine until 2014 where Barack Obama, John McCain, Lindsey Graham, all World Economic Forum actors instigated in the CIA, instigated a color revolution that brought in anti-Putin forces like Zelensky and put them into place. That's what happened. None of these people are good. Not one. And so you don't have to take side. You don't have to choose an agenda. You, your agenda should be what's true. What is true? Are there, are there bioweapons labs in Ukraine? Well, here's a list right here. Now that's a list. I don't know how well you can see that and how well you can't see it. That's a list. The names are all Ukrainian, so they're very difficult for me to actually pronounce. I mean, I can't really pronounce any of them, but I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine bio, bio labs, biohazardous bio labs that allegedly just study diseases, right? Just like the Wuhan Institute of Virology, all in the Ukraine. And if you notice here, if you see that USD, see if I can get my, there we go right there. See that USD? You see that one? It's hard to do it in reverse. See that one right there? That all means funded by United States dollars. Strange, isn't it? Isn't that strange? And, and lo and behold now, Anthony Blinken is coming out and saying, I'll play you the video in a minute. Anthony Blinken is now coming out and saying that we need to be careful that Russia is going to do a false flag operation where they're going to attack using bioweapons and then claim the Ukraine's doing it. Right? I mean, it's, it, you know, and again, let's, let's, let's parallel this with COVID. Did anything that they said about COVID actually turn out to be true? Six feet was made up out of six feet. Uh, social distancing is made up out of thin air, according to Scott Gottlieb, who was actually an advisor at that time. He's a horrendous vaccine whore, but that he, at least he spoke the truth about that. They just made six feet up out of thin air. That's who these people are. You go with what's true. Six feet means nothing. The size of a COVID particle is 0.06 to 0.14 microns. N95 masks, which are proliferated all throughout the globe now, and all the countries that are exploding with COVID-19 are all mandated to wear N95 masks. And N95 masks can only block a particle that's three times larger than the largest COVID-19 particle at 0.35 microns. That's the truth. Follow the truth. Don't go with agenda. Agenda is control. Agenda is to show that you care by mask. That's agenda. Does a mask do anything? Now let's look at another agenda. Play the video for me, Will. You'll remember this lady. 
By the way, great photos. They were all over the news. And a couple of days later, well, good for her. Not a scratch. Not a scratch. You believe everything coming out of Ukraine? I don't believe it. Alistair Monroe tweet. This is great news. Remember, I'm paralleling with COVID. So you have this woman. It's put out by Ukraine media, puppeted by, by the Western media. This woman, oh, this hero, this hero of Kiev, right? Another ghost of Kiev. And it turns out she's not injured at all. So are Ukrainians liars? They're the fourth most corrupt country in the world. Is Vladimir Putin a liar? Yes, that's the truth. So what do you do as far as choosing sides? You don't. What you do is you go, you know what? Who do I, as an evangelical born again believer, who do I support in this scenario? You support the innocent. That's why my ministry has sent $10,000 via Rodney Howard Brown, via Paula White, for Ukrainian refugees. You support the innocent people of Ukraine and the innocent people of Russia. Parallel this with COVID. This is great news. Nearly 25%, here's propaganda for you, of all people, this is the truth, actually, responding to propaganda. This is great news. Nearly 25% of all pediatric COVID-19 deaths reported by the CDC were due to a coding error that's now vanished, just like the injured woman, bloodied up, hit, you know, hit by a Russian missile, and all of these kids are dying of COVID. And now, lo and behold, two years and five days into 15 days to flatten the curve. Whoops. We had a coding error in all of these deaths. 416, according to Kelly K from Twitter, 416 deaths have been erased. Isn't that strange? They use that to pimp and whore vaccines to small children bold face freaking lies do you believe that they do you really believe it was a coding error so you have the lie of the number itself and then you have the lie of the explanation there was no coding error they did it to pimp and whore vaccines so stupid people i repeat the word stupid people would go and vaccinate their children who have a seven to 20 times are seven to 20 times more likely to die of the flu but they go and they fill their kids' veins full of spike proteins, full of an experimental mRNA vaccination for a virus that they have a 0%, zero, a statistical zero chance of dying of. It's all propaganda. One crisis to another. They talk about Vladimir Putin lying. This is Rochelle Walensky, CDC. Just because you have the word United States Director of the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention in front of your name doesn't mean that you are not a bold-faced freaking liar. And they are. These are lies. Just the, It's the exact same people doing the exact same stuff. They've just shifted topics onto, onto Ukraine. Instead of having yourself masked on your profile pic, now you got a Ukraine flag. You, you are such a compliant fool if you do this. Just follow the truth. Go to the next one for me, Will. No risk, no reward. The carnage following a missile launch against civilians which left dozens dead in the residential area of Donetsk, Ukraine. No, it wasn't Russians. This was the work of the Ukrainian army. If you stand with Ukraine, feel free to send this to your friends for balance, right? It doesn't mean that Russia is not committing atrocities. They are. 
but so is Ukraine, and so has Ukraine over the last 15 years as Nazi elements of the Ukraine of, of of Ukraine have been attacking the eastern side of Ukraine, making a lot of those people, according to Alex Jones, Crimea wasn't even annexed by Russia. They annexed themselves into Russia. There's no real footage of Russian troops taking Crimea, if you ever notice. It's just pictures of Russian troops in Crimea. So one lie after another. Here's the biggest lie over the last two years and five days. Play it for me. We're asking that same sense of community to come together and stand up against this virus. And if they, everybody in America does what we ask for over the next 15 days, we will see a dramatic difference and we won't have to worry about the ventilators and we won't have to worry about the ICU beds because we won't have our elderly and our people at the greatest risk having to be hospitalized. That was right. That was there. That was the beginning of 15 days to flatten the curve. Bold face line. If you simply do... What we tell you to do is what Deborah Birx just said. Simply do what we tell you to do. Right now it's, you shall believe Voldemar Zelensky, according to Nancy Pelosi, has now taken over for St. Patrick. You do, I, I played the video for you. She's reading the poem from Bono, another galactic globalist moron and World Economic Forum actor moron. Bono, lead singer of U2. She's reading that and reading his poem. And then, and then doesn't, just, doesn't just equate Zelensky with St. Patrick, calls him now St. Patrick. That's it. You shall believe that just like if you just do what we tell you to do. All we're asking is for 15 days and now we're two years and five days into their 15 days. And, and believe me, they just voted. They just voted to keep their emergency powers again. Listen, Kathy Hochul, governor of the state of New York, just ex extended her emergency powers for another 30 days. For what? They're all liars. Here's an interesting pic put up there for me, Will. How the pandemic started, how it's going. If you're really wondering who has benefited from it, certainly hasn't been you or me. Actually, I take that back. I've benefited greatly from it. It's gone great. I've had the greatest two years of my freaking life. I mean, my producer Aaron just said, I've had the same. Great. We've, we've, you know what we've done? Because we went with the truth, which is the gospel of Jesus Christ, we stuck with the gospel. We said, you know what? Jesus said, and I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. So I'm thinking, leave this up for me, Will. So here's the thing. Jesus said in Matthew 16, 19, and I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. So here comes a virus with a 99.9% .9 survival rate. And I give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. And then he says, he took up our infirmities and carried our diseases. Matthew 8, 17. Who, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Psalm 103, 3. So you stand on the word of God and you never mask. You never alcohol gel. You never social distance. You never quarantine. You never vaccinate. You don't, you don't give those options in your church at all. We were, we were, we were jam-packed. The churches grew and grew. Our church was 150 people. We had 900 here on Sunday. And all we did was grow because we actually stood in the truth. And you know what the truth did? Set me free. The truth set me free. This is the actual truth. This is who it's benefiting. Elon Musk went from total net worth of 27 billion. He grew just a smidge during the last two years of 15 days to flatten the curve. Just a smidge. 
to $338 billion. Jeff Bezos grew just a little bit too, doubling his billion, billionaire status from $113 billion to $203 billion. Bill Gates, who you think because he sold off Microsoft would be getting smaller. No, not at all, because he's heavily invested in vaccines. He has multiple patents, of course, for COVID-19 vaccinations. He's net, his net worth went from $98 billion to $137 billion. Larry Ellison went from $59 billion to $131.7 billion. Larry Page, $15 billion to $126 billion. All while everybody, well, just remember, whenever you hear COVID causes this, and COVID has caused that as far as economic collapse. Always remember, COVID had nothing to do with anybody's economic collapse. The fraudulent totalitarian response to COVID. The absolute insane, purposely insane response, treating a 99.9% survival virus like typhoid, Treating it like that is what caused all economic collapse during this. And I know if you watch this podcast all the time, you know these numbers. But according to the UN, and this was a year ago, 300 million people, primarily children, starved to death because of the world's response to COVID-19. Not of COVID-19, because of the world's economic collapse caused by the response to COVID-19 because whenever the first world closes down, the third world does not eat. That's probably up to 400 million. During those last two years and five days of 15 days to flatten the curve, 100 million babies have been aborted. And allegedly five to seven million people have died of COVID. So let's, add, let's compare those numbers, shall we? So you have the, basically the Democratic Party, the Worldwide Democratic Party, which is the World Economic Forum, the Worldwide Left, which they're not traditional left, they're not liberal left, they're progressive left, they're totalitarian, Hitler, Stalin, Mussolini, Mao Zedong left, those are leftists, hierarchical leftists, kings and queens leftists, monarchy leftists. They, they instituted the response to allegedly save all of these people. But if you compare the numbers, so they, they actually were the ones who created the virus. Then they created a vaccine, all of which is killing people. So their virus is killing people. Their vaccines are killing people. And all the while, those two things are killing people. Their abortion mills are killing people. Their response to COVID-19 is killing people. And believe me, God notices. When he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the, those who had been slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried out with a loud voice saying, how long, O Lord, holy and true, until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth. Revelation 6, 9 and 10. God is watching because God so loves the world, he, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He loves every single, even unrepentant sinner who's being butchered by the globalist left, loves them all because each and every one of those people has a chance at redemption. Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their truth. Matthew seven thirteen through 16. God sees each person. He's like, you know what? There's a chance. But then you've got the false prophets, the Bidens of the world, the Kamala Harris's, the many inside of the modern progressive evangelical church for when they speak great swelling words of emptiness, they allure through the lust of the flesh, through lewdness, those who have actually escaped from those who live in error, 2 Peter 2.18. 
Inside the evangelical church, the vaccine pimps, the vaccine whores, the maskers, the lockdowners, the, the social distancers, the quarantiners, the alcohol gel maniacs, lure people away from the word of God into the world's solutions for a pandemic that doesn't even exist. Thomas Massey tweet, is that where we're at, Will? All right, there we go, breaking Zelensky ends COVID. Here it is, you look at the parallels. It's so funny, Zelensky ends COVID. U.S. representatives and senators packed shoulder to shoulder, many which are in favor, I'll leave this up for me. Many of these senators and these Congress, congressmen and women in these, in these pictures are people who are in their home states are absolute mask, vaccine mandate totalitarians. But here they are in the House chambers, packed shoulder to shoulder as their Messiah, the new St. Patrick, according to Nancy Pelosi, comes to speak to them. U.S. representatives and senators packed shoulder to shoulder without masks, no testing, no, what changed? I, I mean, I'm just curious. Today's what, March what, 17th? Is that right, guys? March 17th? Answer now, need you. So today's March 17th. What changed between March 17th and February 17th? Because in February 17th, all these people were, you will mask, vaccine mandates, where you have to, you are mandated to, to vaccinate because we're trying to stop the spread using vaccines that don't stop transmission or infection. So it's way more, it's, it's not about stopping transmission. A, vac a vaccine mandate is not about stopping transmission when the vaccine doesn't stop transmission, it's about controlling you. And again, it comes down to Revelation 13, 16 through 18. But here they are all gathered together to see their new Messiah, the new George Floyd, the new Anthony Fauci. Here they all are. And all of the rules suddenly evaporate, suddenly go away. Why must, citizen wear, why must citizens wear masks on airplanes? Joe Biden, Thomas Massey asks. Here we go, CBS News, before his speech, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky receives a standing ovation. We'll play it briefly, play it for me, Will. There we go. Now, we're, I'm just curious, many in this picture right here, many in this picture, in their home states, you must mask. You must mask inside, you may have to mask outside. There's vaccine mandates in place where you, gotta, you have to present and swipe your QR-coded Mark of the Beast on your phone if you want to go into a restaurant. They're fine with it, but what about them? See, again, as with COVID, you have now hypocrisy in, in the Ukraine. So you have the COVID hypocrisy in the midst of the Ukraine hypocrisy. Many, many of these people, many of them, didn't even know that Ukraine existed. They, again, people use this all the time. They couldn't find Ukraine on a map. They have no idea. They're simply doing it because they feel like it's politically advantageous for them to support Zelensky, just like wearing a mask. See the parallels, just like vaccinating. Now you go to the next one from Wittgenstein video. Is that where we're at? All right, fully. Now here's, now notice the difference. There we had everybody in the United States because right now it's politically expedient in the United States to be seen in public not wearing a mask if you're a politician because elections are coming up. Contrary to that, in Canada, here's the, poly, here's the parliamentary uh, ovation for Zelensky and notice everybody's mask. Play it for me. I am very grateful to you, Justin. I am grateful to Canadian people. And I am confident that together we will overcome and we'll be victorious. Glory to Ukraine. Thank you to Canada.
Thank you. So there he is. Now, now here we are. We are right across the border. Washington, D.C. is how far from Canada? Who knows? I mean, 20, it'd be a 15, 20 hours, something like that, whatever it would be. Not even that, probably. And especially, I mean, via airplane, nothing. I mean, a couple hours at most. So what, what's the science? Everybody explain the science. Just like I want you to explain to me how Voldemar Zelensky is a benign elected president. He's, explain to me how he's not a dictator. You see, I mean, as, as is there, as, just like with COVID, there's absolutely no science to explain this. How, how a mere two-hour plane ride away in the United States, and even, there you go, an even larger assembly, there's not one mask in the house. So if COVID could be that unscientific and that unfacts-based, couldn't Ukraine be the same way? But yet you're supposed to, if you don't accept Ukraine, as a benevolent democracy instead of Voldemar Zelensky not being a democratic president and his country actually being a dictatorship, which it is, but it's the same thing if you don't wear a mask. Then you're considered to be a grandma killer. It's all the same. What's what The truth is in between those things. COVID is a very manageable illness that really is only threatening to the elderly and obese. That's the facts. That's the statistical data. 80% of COVID hospitalizations are obese people. 80%. That's the stat. Now, you, now do, how do I evaluate Ukraine? I evaluate it by, well, it's the fourth most corrupt country in the world. Zelensky has locked up his oppo media. He has locked up his opposition political party. So he is not a benevolent president. He is a dictator. That's what you do. And then you decide what to do. So what do you do? You go right down the middle and you support the victims of the totalitarians. That's what you do. Put the next one up for me. Jordan Schachtel. He was killed by Ukrainians. I'll read the bottom first. His death shows, here's now this politics. His death shows that Russia will go to any extent to silence narratives that challenge its propaganda. U.S. Deputy Ambassador to the United, United Nations, Richard Mills. So he has the title in front of his name, U.S. Deputy Ambassador. And so he must be righteous then, right? Uh, no, the truth only is righteous. Only the truth is righteous. You always got always to leave this up. You always got to go with the word of God, go with the Bible. And I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him or knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. John 14, 16 and 17, Jesus speaking. You go with what's true. Not because somebody has the title United States ambassador to the UN. That doesn't mean he's telling the truth. You go with what's true. So he says, the ambassador says to the UN, Richard, to the UN, Richard Mills expressed outrage over the killing of journalist Brent Renald by the Russian forces in Ukraine. So it's outrageous that this man died, no doubt. But what's the truth and who should you be mad at? Jordan Schachtel tells you, but he was killed by the Ukraines. But the United States ambassador to the UN spouts to the UN that he was killed by Russians. Don't believe me? Play the video for me, Will. It's up I'd like next. to begin by expressing our outrage over the death of journalist Brent Renault, who was killed by Russian forces while covering refugees, leaving a checkpoint at Irpin yesterday. According to his colleagues, Mr. Renault was in the area because he 
understood the critical role independent media has played in providing objective coverage of Russia's war of choice against Ukraine. His death shows. So everything that he said about the killing of Brett Renault was a bold-faced freaking lie said to the UN. And I'm wondering, has anybody seen a public correction? Because it turns out that he was killed by Ukrainian forces. These people are all liars. Your agenda should be the truth, not supporting an agenda. Well, you know what? We need to show everybody how much we care about people's lives by lying and locking down and pretending that does something. By putting on a mask and pretending that does something. By acting like a vaccine stops transmission and infection when a vaccine does not stop transmission or infection. So we're going to have a mandate based on it stopping transmission and infection knowing that it doesn't. You don't do that. You go with what's true once you find out that there never should be a vaccine mandate in, in any way, shape, or form. But especially once you find out it doesn't stop transmission, you pull down the mandates, did they? No, because it's about agenda, not truth. Chuck Colostro tweet, breaking report. <laughs> Do you see this? Oh my Lord. And I don't mean, I mean Lord, my God. Seriously, do you see this? Do you see the parallels? Breaking report. World's number one ranked tennis player, Denal Medvedev, who's Russian, told he cannot play in Wimbledon unless he denounces Putin. Tell me you see the vaxxed and the unvaxxed in this. Do you see it? Now, unless you go with their agenda, just like vaccinations, again, this, I know this is redundant, but you've got to see it. You are not allowed to, let's just use, you know, we'll just, We'll use Novak Djokovic. You're not allowed to play in the Australian Open because you're not vaccinated. Based on what? Because you could spread COVID-19 because you're not vaccinated. But both the vaxxed and the unvaccinated spread COVID-19 and the, va the vaccinated actually spread more because they carry a heavier viral load. So that makes absolutely no sense, right? It's a bold-faced lie. So now you've got, so now he can't come in so the, all that is, all that mandate for, for, for Novak Djokovic was just COVID theater. It was a matter of getting him to submit, to comply. Just like this. It's exactly the same. There's no meaning behind this. It doesn't change anything. He's not going there to propagandize people. He simply cannot play because he refuses, probably in committing suicide, if he, if he doesn't disavow himself from Vladimir Putin. What's the denounce Vladimir Putin? Do you see it? The, vaxxed are, the unvaccinated aren't in? Now, the people who are not saying Zelensky is St. Patrick cannot play professional tennis. Do you see this? All right, Wittgenstein video. Here's the Secretary of, of State. Play it for me. Weeks ago, just days before Russia's invasion began, I went to the United Nations Security Council to lay out what we believed was about to happen. Again today, we have a strong sense of what Russia could do next. We believe that Moscow may be setting the stage to use a chemical weapon and then falsely blame Ukraine to justify escalating its attacks on the Ukrainian people. Manufacturing events and creating false narratives of genocide to justify greater use of military force is a tactic that Russia has used before, including in Georgia. Oh, really? It's a tactic that Russia has used before. Oh, really? We never did that before? Uh, weapons of mass destruction in Iraq? Again, it's just because, listen, I love the United States. 
But it doesn't mean that the United States is not full of George W. Bush liars, Bill Clinton liars, Barack Obama liars, Joe Biden liars, and Donald Trump lied too. He just lied less. And his lies were always just petty little bullcrap things that had to do with his ego. These guys lie on on a galactic stage and cost people their lives. Joe Biden, well, you know, we, we, we took out, you know, this terrorist leader. No, Joe Biden, you actually killed 10 innocent people who were doing absolutely nothing. And remember, remember the whole propaganda coming out of Afghanistan? Where they, this is a different one, where they butchered t- a, a family of 10. I believe seven of them were children. And then they said that the explosion, the size of the explosion around them meant that lead, t- tended to lead to the fact that they were carrying explosive materials. All a bold-faced lie. They were actually carrying water. So they lied too. Now, he says that Russia is going to put out a false flag operation saying that the Ukrainians attacked them with chemical warfare, attacked them with chemical weapons. All the while, the Russians are the one actually doing that. But then I just showed you the list, not just a couple minutes ago, where these, this is the list of the Ukrainian biolabs that are funded with, notice, USD. Uh, USD. It's hard to do this backwards again. US dollars. You, you see this? So uh, who would necessarily be putting out the false information? We heard for how, many, how long, for over two years and 15 days to flatten the curve. To this day, Anthony Fauci still says that COVID-19 came from an animal host. And they've tested 80,000 animals and not found one that had COVID-19 from it. And we all know now that Moderna, Moderna actually, Moderna's patented material was found in the alpha variant of COVID-19. So when they were developing COVID-19 using gain-of-function research, done by UNC and Ralph Barrick, the bat lady, Anthony Fauci, Ralph Barrick, funded by Bill and Melinda Gates, founded by the, the CCP, founded, funded by the NIH, funded by the PLA, They were actually using material from Moderna. Moderna is partners with who? Moderna is partners with the the NIH, National Institutes of Health, where Anthony Fauci works. Anthony Fauci works for the NIAID portion of department of the NIH. His wife, Anthony Fauci's wife, it works for the NIH bio bio, uh, ethics uh, department and they're the ones who decide with the fda whether to approve vaccinations remember that but all moderna is partners with the nih they share patents with the nih and profit along with the nih with moderna's vaccine of which the nih propagates and forces americans to take while they profit doing it and while moderna their partner profits doing it So you think that Anthony Blinken is actually telling the truth when you have all of these funded bio labs, really probably bio weapons labs inside of Ukraine funded by USD, US dollars? You know, Tom, are you against all of the, I'm against gain of function research, period. Am I against us developing chemical weapons that we may have to use because our opponents are using them? Not necessarily, but don't lie. Well, Tom, there's, you know, there's room for covert operations. There's covert things, you know, whatever. There's, there's places for that, but we're way beyond that now. Because if it, if it had to do with a different country, 
other than Ukraine, which has been nothing more than a money laundering racket for leftist globalist United States elitists over the last 20, 30 years. The Clintons have, have, have profited off of Ukraine. Clintons have profited off of Haiti. The Bidens have profited off of Romney's profited off of McCain has profited off of them. All right, here's the blaze media. Again, this is paralleling the two Ukraine and COVID-19 here's, here's the Zelensky of COVID-19. Here's Fauci. He finally came out of hiding and did a brief television interview. Play it for me. We have to be careful that if we do see a surge as a result of that, that we're flexible enough to reinstitute the kinds of interventions that could be necessary to stop an additional surge. That could mean a return of mandatory masking, especially in areas of high transmission. Zelensky's a democratic, democratic leader. Ukraine is a democracy. Go and defend it. And here's Fauci. Uh, we may we may see another uptick. We may see another surge. Here we are, two day, two years and five days into fifteen days to flatten the curve. But we may see another surge. Believe you have to believe it. Otherwise, you're pro COVID, or you have to believe Zelensky. Otherwise, you're pro Russian and pro Putin, right? Well, it's anything that so Fauci says. We have to be careful that if we do see a surge, that we are flexible enough to reinstitute the kinds of interventions that could do what. The kinds of interventions that he's already done? Well, let's look at how those interventions are currently working. Ian Miller tweet. So those interventions are what? Masking and vaccine and vax mandates, right? So he says, you know what? I'll, I'll paraphrase. Leave this up for me, Will. So Fauci says we have to be careful if there's see a surge that we are flexible enough to reinstitute these kinds of interventions. What, the kind that never worked? Never worked one time? Never flattened the curve? Never did a daggum thing? Ever? Never stopped variants? So then you're going to do exactly the same things that never worked again. You're going to mask again, which never stopped the virus. Vax again, which never stopped the virus. Mandate vaxes that never stopped the virus. Social distance, which never stopped the virus. The regular mask didn't work. Now we all admit that. So now it's N95s. Well, let's look. How are they working? Less than five months after the Atlantic, a leftist globalist WEF rag said that Germany was beating COVID with N95 masks and vaccine mandates. The Atlantic comes out and says, Germany is winning. Just like the Atlantic right now, Zelensky is God, right? That's what the Atlantic says right now. Jump right in lock, stock, and barrel. Believe Ukraine is a democracy, right? Believe it. Well, that's what the Atlantic said about Germany. They said that Germany was beating COVID-19. Just like right now, people are saying Ukraine is winning the war. They are not. With N95 masks and vaccine passports, which is now Anthony Fauci says, we need to be flexible enough to go back to those things, which never worked. They've broken previous records again and set a new high in cases. Hard to believe, Ian Miller says. Anyone still thinks it's possible to beat COVID with government policies. Look at the graph. Go to the next one for me, Will. This one's in South Korea. Here's Remember what Fauci said? We need to go back and use those things. We need a mask. We need a lockdown. We need a vaccinate and vaccine mandate. Well, how's it working here? This is what anything Fauci just said it. We need to be ready to go back to doing the things that don't work and never have worked and never will work. Cases in South Korea have now risen just a mere 19,000% since the introduction of vaccine passports. Again, vaccine, leave this up. Vaccine passports are for what? You're to get vaccinated, prove that you're vaccinated using your vaccine passport 
Because if you prove that you're vaccinated, then you're not spreading the virus. But it's now been proven that the vaccines don't stop the transmission or infection. They don't stop either one. So what's the point of them? And it shows right here in the graph that they do absolutely nothing. Cases in South Korea have now risen nearly 19,000% since the introduction of vaccine passports. That's what Anthony Fauci says that we need to do. You know what? Let's do the very, leave this up, do the very things that have increased uh, the case rate in South Korea by 19, just a mere 19,000%. You know, if I was looking just, you know, just from a, from a layman's point of view, not a scientist, not an epidemiologist, not a vaxologist, nothing. But if I was doing something that caused a rise in cases of 19,000% and that was what I advocated, I would stop advocating for those things. But that will never stop Anthony Fauci because he is a global, he loves to speak of the World Economic Forum, spoke there just two months ago via Zoom, of course, because he had to be COVID friendly. Because that's the, that's the orthodoxy you got to follow because you're part of the World Economic Forum. Because what Anthony Fauci wants is everybody controlled, subjugated, and dominated so that he and his cronies, his globalist world economic forum cronies, can profit off of your captivity. 19,000% since the introduction of vaccine passports, and they just reported over 400,000 new cases, even with consistent compliance, well, mass compliance, N95 probably, of well over 90%. Are we done pretending yet that that COVID policy interventions matter? They don't matter at all. There's nothing that can stop a virus outside of the word of God. This is Anthony Fauci's dream right here. Here is China. You can put that on for me, Will. There we go. Here's China. Killing everybody's dogs. As well as locking everybody up into COVID camps. Killing dogs by the thousands. Why? Because dogs carry coronavirus. All dogs do. Most dogs right now in your home have coronavirus. They, they all do. You're not going to catch it because that's not COVID-19. COVID-19 was formed in Anthony Fauci's Wuhan Institute of Virology that he funded through the Equal Health Alliance to the tune of $3.7 million. That's, that, that, that's the coronavirus that anybody needs to be concerned about to the extent that you need to be concerned about it. All right, Jordan Schachtel tweet. Peace is more important than income, says the Messiah, Zelensky. St. Patrick, according to Nancy Pelosi, says Zelensky, who has untold millions stashed in secret offshore assets and bank accounts. That's strange, isn't it? He's taken care of, though. All right, let's go to the next one. Jack Posobiec tweet. Daily reminder, what's really happening in Ukraine? Daily reminder that Mitt Romney's advisor was literally on the board of Burisma. Remember Burisma? Burisma was being investigated by a righteous prosecutor in Ukraine until Joe Biden, remember Burisma, of course, is who Hunter Biden loaned his extensive oil and gas consultancy expertise to, remember that, and to the tune of $83,000 a month is what he got paid to be on the board of Burisma, never even went to Ukraine, doesn't speak Ukraine, has no experience or expertise in gas, oil, or natural gas, but yet there, that's what, that's what Burisma does, but, and, and Hunter Biden was on their board. But lo and behold, who else was tied to Burisma? So you had a prosecutor who was looking into Burisma, who was very corrupt, was about to do a thorough investigation, and Joe Biden shows up and says, you know, we have a billion dollars here that we were going to give to the Ukrainian government. We, everybody see the video. And he says, you know, we're not going to give it to you until you fire that prosecutor that's looking into the company of which my son is on their board of directors, along with Mitten Romney's advisor is also on that board but don't worry believe everything Mitt Romney says about we need to get MIGs there he said that in a press conference and he said the word MIGs like 500 times 
He's also personally profited. His sons work over in Ukraine also, Mitt Romney's. Art Taking Back video, title of which I can't stand this witch. Play it for me. More on the uh, sanctions sure. were imposed today by Russia against yourself, President Biden, other top U.S. officials. Uh, do you have a re response to that? And how will it impact any of you, if at all? Sure. I would first note that President Biden is a junior. So uh, they may have, may have sanctioned his dad. May he rest in peace. Um, the second piece I would say is that won't surprise any of you uh, that none of us are planning uh, tourist trips to Russia. None of us have bank accounts that we won't be able to access. So we will forge ahead. Thank you. No problem for Jenny Saki, I guess. Peppermint Patty, put up that pic for me, Will. Oh, yeah, well, she likes to wear Russian hats, though. Just remember who these people really are. Remember who they really are. They have, they have their titles. Remember who they really are. Miami Herald tweet. Just so you know, we saw endless propaganda from the COVID left that Ron DeSantis was hiding COVID numbers in, in Florida so that he would look good. Well, they did an extensive investigation out of the bastion of right-wing conservatism, the University of Florida, which is not. It's basically the Harvard of Gainesville. UF investigation finds no merit to allegations COVID-19 was suppressed. Go to the next one for me, Rona McDaniel. Even with the Biden gas hikes, just so you know, everybody's actual intent, their actual mindset about Ukraine and, how the, and, and, and the various propagandas that they put out about it. Here's how the left really is. Remember, he's blaming everything on the, they've all, they're all doing the gaslit propaganda, Putin's gas hike, Putin's price hike. But this is their real mindset right here. Even with the Biden gas hike, Rona McDaniel actually says it right, Democrat Gretchen Whitmer is still trying to shut down the Line 5 pipeline. If she's successful, refineries in Michigan, Ohio, and Pennsylvania will lose 45% of their crude oil, sending prices even higher. Even with what is going on, she wants to do even more to make it worse for you. Speaking of things being worse, I'm glad that I have time, but I've been trying for three shows to get to this. I want to talk about crime in America. Look at, look at, I mean, have we all noticed what is happening? When you, FBI, UCR statistics come out and say that we have somewhere in the neighborhood of 20, 25% increase in murder and 25 to 40% increase in violent crime nationally, nationally, all of which is occurring in democratic controlled areas. Are we about, are we about to acknowledge that we have a major problem that's not in Ukraine? We have, a, we have people who are dying by the thousands, by the hundreds alone in Chicago, where every weekend they have between 50 and 70 shootings, and we want to talk about Ukraine. Nobody gives a crap about what's happening in America, about the Americans that are dying, the, the, the Americans that are freezing to death, the veterans that live on the street. And everybody's got great passion about Ukraine. It's all faux passion. It's basically fashionable faux passion. It's a way, once again, it's, that's why the word of God tells us in Isaiah 64, 6, that all of our righteousnesses are as filthy rags. All in Proverbs 16, 12 says, see, actually Proverbs 16, 2, all the ways of man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. These are filthy, rotten righteousnesses that people have. All, they care about Ukraine because there's no way for them to be held responsible for Ukraine. They can, just, they can just send their virtue from afar. But when you have people like London Breed in charge, listen to the things that she says versus what's going on in her city. Play it for me, Will. You know, there's a lot of noise about what's happening in our city. 
You see it in the headlines, often in the right-wing media. They love to talk about San Francisco, don't they? You see it on social media. You see one video take off as if it's telling the whole truth about who we are. I know it's challenging with all that noise to really understand what's happening. It's easy to fixate on the problems. And to be clear, I'm definitely focused on the problems. But today, I really want to talk about what's possible. Hope. Hope for a better future for our city. That's what I see right here on this waterfront. People all over the world, they know the story of the famous waterfront. Did she say ho or hope? I'm just curious. I mean, I'm just curious because this is what's actually happening in San Francisco. Play for me. So this is the right-wing media, right? London breed. Your murder rates through the roof. Your violent crime rates through the roof. You have conventions being canceled every day by multinational corporations because people don't want to walk down your street stepping on feces and needles. But it's the right-wing media. I don't believe it's... I don't think these are right-wing people attacking your Walgreens and your CVSs that are leaving your city in droves along with, along with your citizenry. It's not right-wing media. All right, let's go to the next one, Will. Libs of TikTok video. For the third time in less than a year, this jewelry store in San Jose, Gavin Newsom's San Jose, California, was robbed in broad daylight. Play it for me. And you can see they hold him over here. He couldn't run. They ran, ran over. Look, he couldn't get out. You see that? And the, these people are not teenagers. If somebody's thinking that these are teenagers, these are not teenagers. Just curious, where were all these videos during the reign of Donald Trump? I'm just curious. Now, here's an interesting video. Most of you have seen it. It's old, but I've been trying to put it up. I just love it. This is California Exodus visualized by state. This is where all the people from California, London Breeds, California, Gavin Newsom's California, Adam Schiff's California, Nancy Pelosi's California, Kamala Harris's California. These are people that are leaving California and where they're going. Play it for me. All you people that are moving here from California, you better vote for Ron DeSantis. If you vote for Gavin Newsom's twin brother, Charlie Crist, don't come here. Move somewhere else. Go, go, to, go to Oregon, where Kate Brown is. Go, go to Jay Inslee's Washington. Don't come here. Don't come here and vote for Charlie Crist. That's, where, that's why people are getting out of there, because it is not safe to live in California. All right, Retro Trek Noir tweet, breaking Amazon quietly shuts down, quietly shuts downtown Seattle office where 1,800 people work, citing skyrocketing violent crime and dangers to employees. Look at this video. You can just side by side it if you guys can. There it is. This is Seattle. 
Just walking along Seattle. Let's see what's on the ground here. Now you saw the first image. There we go. If you can't bring it back to the beginning, there's even more in the first. There you go, right there. That's all, that's all downtown Seattle. Now, I was in Seattle, and what was it? My wife's in the room with me. What was it, like 2000, what, 16-ish? Something like that. It wasn't like this at that point. But you, you know what? It doesn't take long. It doesn't take long for Democratic politicians to destroy everything that they touch. Here's a Katie, Katie Davis Cortis video. This is the current state of Seattle. Play it for me. That is the result of soft on crime, Democratic Party policies, soft on crime, hard on business, hard on free will, hard on capitalism policies. That's that's what you get. And that's their dream. It's Anthony Fauci's dream because Anthony Fauci will never live like that. Joe Biden will never live like that. They will be part of the hierarchical elite coming right out of Davos. They'll never live like that. But if you live like that, it makes you depend on them. In any stage, you may not be at that level, but in any stage of dependency, every single person that you saw in that video is receiving a city or or state check, I guarantee you, and has multiple, multiple felony convictions and is never held accountable for it. And that city is dying. It will not last. That city, Philadelphia, Los Angeles, people are leaving in droves. I already just showed you that video. Here's New York City, Michael Rappaport. What the F, New York? You really see me put on the big screen so everyone can see a little better. There you go. That's on, that's at the subway. That's a subway car in New York City. And you got Eric Adams who's always in his you know $5,000 three-piece suit acting like he's like Bruce Wayne every time he talks. That's his city. That's his city. He's not Bruce Wayne. He's an idiot. Yeah, 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 Aaron just said, he's the Biden of Brooklyn. And here, here's more New York City. These are, this is in Chinatown, which by the way, the Chinese community is habitually victimized by who? White supremacist terrorism? No, actually it's black supremacist terrorism. And you're like, Tom, you're a racist. I'm not a racist. Again, it's whatever is facts. Whatever is facts. Asian people are far more likely, according to FBI, UCR statistics, to be victimized by the African African American community than by the than the white community. It's a fact. I just it's not agenda. It's truth. Always go with the truth. And here in Chinatown in NYC, this is an Evelyn Yang video. Look at the long long line of mostly Asian women and elderly waiting to get their pepper spray. Play it for me. Numbers. Um, and this is the line. It just goes. It goes and goes and goes. And goes. And goes. 
My producer Aaron watched the little thing. It goes around four blocks. There's four different turns that they make. That's how long that line is. The reason being is because in Eric Adams, the current mayor of New York City, and Bill de Blasio's New York City, of course, firearms are illegal. And all of those women do not feel safe because rapes are through the freaking roof. Forcible felonies are through the freaking roof. Every day we see videos of women being thrown downstairs or brutalized by homeless people that they don't do a daggum thing about, that the NYPD won't do a daggum thing about because they can't. And the NYPD is not innocent either. The NYPD, instead of locking up felonious violators, they're out there locking up people because they didn't have a mask inside of a museum or a vaccine passport inside of a of a restaurant and instead of instead of arresting people that throw asian women asian elderly that was one of the latest videos that came out was a homeless man throwing an elderly asian woman down the stairs who's a nurse instead of actually going out and arresting that person and actually doing something about that they're arresting people who are maskless at an olive garden you know why? Because even the cops, of which I was one from 1992 to 2017, straight, full-time law enforcement, street-level law enforcement for 25 years and a day because they bought into the politics too. They don't follow the truth. The truth is your city is going down. It's going down. People will not live there much longer. You're like, oh, it'll last for, yeah, it'll last for years, but I'm telling you, you need to start off with 9 million people and they start to exodus. It may take a few years. They're losing congressional seats in New York and California. People are done. Don't move here, right? I'm sitting right here in Northport, Florida, which is about an hour south of Tampa. Do not move here if you're going to vote Democrat. We don't want you. I'll, I'll, I'll find, you know what? Move to Rhode Island. They're gone. Move to Massachusetts, gone. Move there. They're already Democratic Party hell pits. Move there. All right, Matt Walsh tweet. This is a great summation right here. I love this. Harvey Marcelin, a serial killer in New York, murdered a woman in the 1960s, was released from prison and then murdered another woman, was released again, then murdered a third woman this past week, and left her dismembered body parts all over town. Our justice system is broken. Yeah, beyond broken. To make matters worse, the lunatic now, <laughs> yeah, identifies as a woman. So I guess she's Leah Thomas. So all of the media reports are respecting the pronouns and referring to Marceline as a woman. Marceline, a serial killer of women, will now presumably, presumably be sent to a woman's prison. That is the state of the criminal justice system in the United States. Here's what Jen Psaki says about it. Play it for me. If you look at Fox on a daily basis, I mean, do you remember the four boxes that, you had, that we had on all the TVs, right? Which mm -hmm. is on my TV right now. So right now, just to give you a sense. So CNN, Pentagon, as many as 8,500 U.S. troops on heightened alert. Okay, true. Same on MSNBC. CNBC is doing their own thing about the market. And then on Fox is Janine Pirro talking about soft on crime consequences. I mean, what, what does that even mean, right? Um, so there's an alternate universe on some uh, coverage. What's scary about it is a lot of people watch uh, it's not Janine Pirro, Peppermint Patty, that lives in the alternative unit of soft on crime tactics. It's you and your Democratic Party cities. Look at the videos that we just showed. Speaking of that, look at this one, Ryan Gerdosky tweet. This is, this is Jen Psaki's southern border. This is in Ukraine. This is just miles from the U.S. border in Mexico. Right there. Now play the video for me up next, Will. 
This is the border right here. This is right at the border, just south of the United States border, where Joe Biden has said, you know what? You can just walk right through this area into the United States. We have no idea how old you are. We have no idea who you are. We have no idea that you played or if you didn't play any part in this situation right here, which is, by the way, and this is a cartel war. This looks like downtown Beirut, downtown Kiev. So I'm now part of the modern vernacular. This is right on the southern border, and Jen Psaki, with her snarky little attitude, talks about people, what are people talking about when they say soft on crime policies? Right here, Jen. We have no southern border. You can walk right through this. You can walk right through this inferno into the United States and claim asylum. Joe Biden will put you as a, as a, a, a male of military age, he'll put you on a plane or on a bus and fly you or drive you to a Republican state. I go to the next one for me, Ronan McDaniel tweet. Over 220,000 known illegal immigrants have escaped into the U.S. since October 4th, October 1st. Where is border czar Kamala Harris? Who knows? This is the state of law enforcement. Border patrol is law enforcement. The number one law enforcement officer in America is Merrick Garland, who is the attorney general. He's doing absolutely nothing. Here's Ted Cruz. Play it for me. We have our southern border, the absolute chaos and crisis on our southern border. Over two million people crossing illegally into this country. The worst rate of illegal immigration in 61 years. And it's worth noting that Biden inherited the year before the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. So he turned success into failure because he implemented the radical left-wing ideas of open borders from the extreme left. The crime and chaos and disease coming from two million illegal immigrants is compounded domestically by the extreme left's war on the police. So we've gone from the lowest rate of illegal immigration to this. Bill Malugin tweet. New Border Patrol agents in Del Rio sector arrested a convicted murderer and a convicted child sex predator after they crossed illegally. What did, who did they have with them? Agents also recovered a five-year-old boy. We often leave this up. We often wonder, and I, those of you who are watching this probably don't wonder. We know what it is, the international child sex trade that's going on. Why 38,000 children disappear from the United States, tens of thousands from this country, millions around the world disappear. This is why. This little boy was born five years ago, of which Ocasio-Cortez and Jen Psaki, as long as he is in the womb, would gladly slaughter him. We know that. So that's how much they care about people. She'd suck him out piece by bloody piece out of his own mother's womb. We got that. So they're in a demonic fashion, hate humanity. But this little boy who, by the way, under Donald Trump would be separated from those two men and put in a cage, allegedly, right? Well, he would be separated. You should separate them until you can verify who they are because in this particular situation, which was the Trump policy, so we've gone, leave this up, from the lowest rate of illegal immigration in our history under Donald Trump to the highest rate every month sets a new record in comparison to the, to the month of the previous year. So if you go October 2021, it sets a record in comparison to all previous Octobers, all previous Novembers. And when you go November, when you, I guarantee you right now, if you look at March 2022, it sets a record in comparison to all previous Marches. But right here you have convicted child sex predator after they crossed illegally. Agents also recovered a five-year-old boy who was traveling alone. No parents, 
just a birth certificate traveling side by side with a convicted murderer and a convicted child sex predator. And these are the purveyors of love and compassion, the Democratic Party. Here's the picture for you. There's one. Go to the next one. There's two. And there's the little boy. Three. See, I care about the little boy. I want the little boy to live. The child sex predator and the convicted murderer, the child sex predator can have his testicles lopped off and the, and the, and the murderer can go to prison for the rest of his life. But this little one needs a chance. But the Biden administration, if he wasn't, think about all those, the Rona McDaniel tweet right before that. 220,000 went through. Without, we have no idea where they are. How many of them were these guys right here? How many of them were these guys? Now that it'll be brutally raped, brutally victimized for the rest of their lives because of the Democratic Party and their faux compassion and their faux outrage about kids in cages. The kids were in cages because they were brought here by mules, by coyotes who peddle children like they do fentanyl. They don't think of a child any different than fentanyl, so they separate the child so that the kid has a chance. That's gone now. That's gone now. Now they just let them through with their captors, not their parents, their captors, their enslavers. That little boy will probably be peddled to some Democratic Party politician. I think it's all conspiracy theory. It's not. These kids disappear for a reason. There is an international. We, I mean, come on, Jeffrey Epstein, Bill Clinton on his plane 26 times. There is an international market for peddling, for, for sex trafficking children. And the Biden administration has opened the floodgates on the southern border. Not only that, but five to 100,000 fentanyl deaths in the United States. But here's, the, but here's what we're prioritized on in America. Put it up there for me, Will. Washington Times. Breaking court orders. Jesse Smollett released from jail amid appeal. Cancel, we close this. We, 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 we open the southern border and we open the jails. How many people were victimized by murder and rape because... Various Democratic Party mayors opened their jails during COVID for 15 days to flatten the curve. How many times did that happen? Just skip Jim Jordan's too long. Let's go, let's go to the view, Will. There you go. This is so deranged. Watch, watch dog video. Play it for me. All. And look, I, I, but I think that's an incredibly relevant question. Yeah. And I think DOJ, in the same way that it is uh, setting up a task force to investigate oligarchs, should look into people who are Russian propagandists and shilling for Putin. That's being, if you are a foreign asset uh, to a dictator, mm-hmm. it should be investigated. In fact, I remember when Tulsi Gabbard, mm-hmm. and I even hate that we're discussing it because I think to myself, who is this woman? She's a, you know, she's no longer in Congress. She's a failed presidential candidate she only practically exists on twitter and the fact that we're giving her oxygen is what makes her relevant that we're talking about her on hot topics but on the other hand how do you not call out something that is repeating Mm -hmm. false russian propaganda that has been brought down they used to arrest people for doing stuff like this if they thought you were uh colluding with a russian agent if they thought you were putting out information or taking information and handing over to russia they used to actually investigate stuff like this and i guess now you know there seems to be no bars and people are not being told to hate putin putin doesn't need a reason to be hated it's pretty much clear 
He started a war. He started a war. An unnecessary but this war is kind that of nobody like, wanted. Isn't this contributing to the death? So let's break this down. Whoopi Goldberg says they used to be arrested for doing these things. T- Tulsi Gabbard and Tucker Carlson should be arrested for doing what? All they're doing is telling stories. You see, and it, it's funny too right now because you get, you, get, you get called treasonous if you don't side with Ukraine. The only way to be treasonous is to empower a foreign power against your own country. Not being pro-Ukraine, and I am pro the civilians of Ukraine. I'm just not pro-Zelensky any more than I'm pro-Putin. But to be treasonous, you have to betray your own country. You're not treasonous because you didn't take the side of another country. These people are galactic idiots. Just like Kamala Harris saying that the Ukraine was part of NATO. They're galactically uninformed. Who exactly was arrested, Whoopi? People used to be arrested for saying what? For saying that I don't, why weren't people arrested then when they were against the Iraq war, which I assume Whoopi was. Why was she arrested for speaking against the United States? Because it was politically okay to do it then. It's politically acceptable to do that. Now let's break down Anna Navarro. She says, I don't even like to talk about Tulsi Gabbard because who is this woman? Oh, well, she's a colonel in the United States Army that's had multiple deployments. Strike one, Anna Navarro. Who are you, Anna Navarro? You're nothing more than a bent over. Nothing more than a bent over hand puppet, boot licking Republican. That is all that you are. You are a Democratic Party bootlicker. And not only that, but you know what, Anna? Let's compare your looks with Tulsi's. Let's do that. Maybe that's part of your problem. Maybe you're just being catty. Never, ever, never underestimate that, by the way. That's who these people are. So I put this up on Twitter. It's funny to watch neocon leftists of you call for the arrest of their political opponents, just like Putin does, because their political opponents are pro-Putin. So who is really pro-Putin? If you want to do what Putin does, if you like to emulate Putin, then you are Putin. You are pro-Putin, not people like me. I'm fine with you talking. I was fine with people. I never called for the arrest of anybody against any war. I never called anybody treasonous because they were against the United States entering a war. I never called anybody treasonous because they were against the United States ally because it doesn't meet the definition of treason. Again, because I don't go with agenda, I go with what's true. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Galatians chapter five, verse one, stand in the truth. Amen. Love you all back here Saturday. Thank you guys on Rumble. Thank you guys on Facebook. Thank you guys on Black Robe. I love you all. Share this as much as you can. Let's grow this audience because when we grow this audience, we are growing purveyors of truth. Love you all. God bless you. Back here Saturday night, 1030. Lots of other churches are closing. They're done. And I'm talking about even churches that were small mitigators. 
you know what, you come in, we're, we're keeping our church open, but make sure everybody sits six feet apart. Make sure that you've got alcohol gel on. You can mask if you want. You can do what you just feel comfortable. Bring your own lawn chair. Sit in your COVID clumps, but we're actually open. It's absolute insanity. We are never going to be involved in any of that garbage ever. The thing is, we're never gonna close. We never will. That's the way that it is. I don't care who the governor is of Florida. I don't care who the president is, is of the United States. The Constitution says we have freedom of religion, freedom to assemble, and we will stand. We will stand. Period. Always. We will stand. We will not. And this is what happens when you do stand and you implement the Word of God. seed into the southern outpost of freedom. There is no other church like this one. Thank you, Lord, and thank you, Lord, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Praise you, Lord, for this building in Jesus' mighty name. Check out our new TLP trucker hat. When you give $25 or more to the podcast, we will ship one out to you. Thank you for investing in the program, and we look forward to you tuning in next time.